Then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. The scripture says that Jesus died on the cross around 3 p.m., uh, the, what they called the ninth hour. So here we are at 7 p.m. And the question that sort of comes to mind in memorial after the fact of the death of Christ is why did he die? And um, one of the ways in which the death of Christ was explained to me when I was growing up, which I now think is um, insufficient, is this idea that, well, God the Father had a wrath that needed satisfying. And so Jesus stepped in and, and intercepted that wrath so that it wouldn't strike us. And that was how the, the, the reason was given for why Jesus died on the cross. I think this way of describing the gospel, which might sound like the right way to describe the gospel, it might sound how you might think to describe it. I think it has three um, significant errors built into it. And I want to tease out and offer a better way of describing why Jesus died on the cross. So the first error in this way of describing is if God the Father just needed to, needed to satisfy his wrath on Jesus and Jesus intercepted it. It misses, it fails to account for the fact that what we know, that Jesus is God. He says he and the Father are one. There has for all time only ever been one God who is three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So Jesus himself is doing what God wants to be done. The Father and the Son are working together. They share one nature. They share one will. And so Jesus prophets speaking out of Psalm 40, quoted in Hebrews 10. Jesus says to the Father, Behold, I've come to do your will, O God. It was the Father's will that we would be reconciled to him. Jesus is doing what God the Father, what God the Father's heart wants to have accomplished. So when you see Jesus dying on the cross, that is the heart of God the Father. As Jesus said, if you've seen him, you've seen the Father. God the Father is giving his own life, his own son, for us. And to be clear, it's really important that we describe rightly that it was the Son who took on flesh and who died on our behalf. But in the same way that in the story of Abraham and Isaac, it was Isaac who was facing the threat of the knife. But that would have been a, an incredible pain to the Abraham's heart, right? The father sympathetically suffers with the son. And of course, he, we're on the very limits of human language here, because what does it mean for the impassable God for suffer, to suffer? But nevertheless, the father, out of his love for his son, was not apathetic to his son's suffering. He witnessed it with all of the love that motivated his sending his son in the first place. The third thing that I think is wrong with this picture of describing the reason of Christ dying as the wrath of God for sin is because it runs the risk of making it seem like 
God didn't love us until Christ died, and now he loves us, which has it backwards, right? The, the most famous Bible verse that I hope you all have well memorized, John 3.16, right? That because God loved the world, because God loves you, he sent his son to die on the cross on your behalf. It was motivated by love. It wasn't the case that God like, couldn't look at you until Jesus had done some extraordinary act and now you are welcomed because before all time God the Father was looking at you calling you to himself stitching you together in your mother's womb he sent his son Jesus to make sure that the ransom would be paid so that you could have unhindered unfettered access to his loving father's heart it's his love that caused him Oh, we don't have it. Usually we have a statue here of Jesus on the cross. But it's his love that caused him to send Jesus. And it was out of Jesus' own love, his own heart, which is the most mysterious mixture of a fully human heart and a divine heart. Jesus also loves us and therefore willingly obeyed the will of the Father out of that same love concretely for you and for me. And even now, from his throne in heaven, God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, God himself from all eternity, is looking upon us with great love. So when we... and I delight in the fact that the prayer for this liturgy begins, God, look with favor on this, your family. That Good Friday, we've... Um, at noon today, we lamented the agony that the cross was for Jesus in his flesh. But now, after noting the, the reality, the agony of his death, what we're really commemorating is his love. We're commemorating his love. We're remembering, I mean, we do it every Sunday, hopefully every day in our prayers, but acutely and with great concentration on this night, how much God loves us. Amen. <laughs>